0: Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. I'm Pete Wright. I'm sitting around the round table here with Will Mercer. Will, welcome to the table. Is this your first
1: uh, Ask Cadence? Thank you very much. Pete, it is. It's my first podcast. Glad to have you here. Looking forward to greatness. Thank you.
0: And uh, John Patton, as always, it's a treat. Welcome. Glad to be back, Pete. Uh, we have uh, we have a, a great problem here today, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, John, you will take us uh, take this and help extrapolate what exactly our uh, our customers dealing with here. We've got a power struggle among two executives that are key to the project on the steering committee. How, the project is coming to a point where it will stall if we can't get this power struggle resolved. What does the project manager do to move this forward?
2: Okay. Uh, thanks, Pete. Uh, I've, uh, th- this is a particularly tough uh, uh, problem for a project manager because it, it, it v- involves politics and in, in building some political skill. And let's realize what we have to do here is, is not resolve the power struggle. We have to neutralize it so that it doesn't impact the project. Now when people are involved in a power struggle, they're usually at polar extremes and they're at either or solutions. For example, uh, one of the executives may uh, have the position that the product we're developing is best um, uh, produced uh, in the United States. And another may take the position it's best produced outside the United States. And and they could polarize uh, that way. Uh, It could be a a philosophical uh, obstacle that's in the way of the project based on the background and preparation of the person and their experience. What the project manager needs to do is neutralize that. And uh, it's an immediate escalation to the project manager's boss, uh, assuming that that project manager is not... uh, Um, uh, reporting to one of those executives. Uh, There is increased political skill as you move up the chain of command. One of the things that that we do recommend uh, is that uh, to to start neutralizing this power struggle, you've got to get the executives to meet face-to-face. If, if we try to resolve it remotely with each of them, we're going to be going in a continuous circle back and forth between them. So the first step is to get them to meet face-to-face. We've got to go into that meeting prepared. Uh, we uh, This is something that's meticulous. You may literally be planning with your boss before you go into this meeting, where people should sit, location, size of table. We want to be cognizant of how body language and positioning imply power, and we want to keep things neutral. Now, as we engage them, you know it starts out with that courtesy, thanks for coming, we've got a critical project here, and we've got an issue that we have to address. The project is tied to, and you identify the strategic goal, that this project supports. Or if there are multiple goals, the goals are supported by this uh, project. Now, you don't say the project supports the goal. You state the goal and, and uh, you say, I just want to get confirmation that we both believe that this is a valid goal for our company. Now, once you get this agreement of yes, then you say, well, the project that so-and-so that I'm uh, responsible for is XYZ. Now, my understanding is that XYZ supports this particular goal in this way, would you agree? And and you allow time for conversation and confirmation among these two people. When you get agreement that the project supports uh, this particular goal, then you can state the problem that you're facing. You're getting inconsistent direction from this executive versus this executive and the project has to move forward. But if we don't get agreement on uh, uh, where we're going to manufacture this product, the project will stall. We're about to the point where we need to be making decisions uh, about uh, what plant we'll put it in. Uh, for example, if we continue along this uh, analogy, uh, if, if you, um, you, you want to talk to them until they agree that their disagreement is blocking the project, now, as soon as you get uh, to that point, then you can start looking for alternative solutions. Now, the whole science here in looking for alternative solutions is to get them off their polarized positions. And so you state their polarized positions first. Now, we could do this. We could do that. Well, let's see if we can come up with some hybrids or other alternatives. And you've got to come into the room primed
0: to add two or three alternatives to the list. It sounds like by, by, by how you're, you're addressing this, your recommendation to address this, that in, in many occasions when it's gotten to this point, that these executives are no longer disagreeing based on the logical facts of the case, but are disagreeing based on the disagreement itself.
2: Uh, often that's the case. They are polarized. They've taken positions. They may have even stopped talking to each other on this theme. I mean, they, they have to. Uh, some of these folks have to talk to each other every day, but they'll avoid a sensitive topic. You know, this is a highly political upper management situation, and there there are there are uh, operations that they have to deal with in the political issues as well. And some of these are pretty critical business decisions. So we, we, we get them, then, by, by sort of priming the pump, by offering two or three other alternatives to offer some alternatives. So we, we want to get them thinking in
1: this area of possibilities.
0: Do you want them thinking in terms of concessions? I mean, Will, what's your experience with
1: this? Well, it seems like it's uh, very important to lay some groundwork before. That's why I think that our tools that cadence management can really allow that. So to be able to, as John said, come back and say what we've already agreed upon and how this polarization is having an impact on our cost schedule and performance of our effort, to be able to go back and build upon what we've gotten already and get it on, on top of the table and above for discussion. Having a champion of the steering committee established prior to this problem is, is very helpful many times or at least a mechanism that a steering committee can come up with a commitment to have one input to the core team. So g- going back to the foundation, relying on that openness and the the steering committee champion, but once they realize that it is a problem to be giving uh, two opposing directions and they realize that you've come as owner of the CSP, of the cost, schedule, and performance, and that you're not necessarily siding with one of them uh, on a personal point, but more how it impacts the project and its ability to contribute to the business.
0: So the framework is not that one executive is losing something over another, it's the whole company will lose if we can't resolve this and the project stops.
1: Well, let, let's build a little
2: more co- context here, uh, Pete, because uh, you've raised a, an important word, concession. And will has has raised the steering committee, and you know I really believe that uh, the steering committee and working with the steering committee chair and discussing this at the steering committee level as a problem impacting the project and relating it to CSP is a very important first step so in, as I uh, stepped in here, I was assuming you know, that uh, that this was, had really gone so far that the project was about to stop and, and, mm-hmm. and you might have even taken those steps. Um, what we're trying to move towards, let, let's contrast uh, concessions to problem solving. We're trying to get them to solve the problem and not view the solution as a concession. And coaching, uh, project managers in in, in this problem-solving session or going through this sequence. I've even uh, told them uh, more than once to suggest alternatives that they know the executives will turn down because that reinforces their decision-making power in the meeting. If there's a particular solution that the project manager really wants, I've even counseled project managers not to provide that alternative but to wait until one of the executives provides it and then jump on it. Say, wow. Now let's look a little closer at this one. It sounds like a really good possibility. So generating alternatives and uh, whether you thought about an advance or not, when a real potential solution comes up here, then start pursuing it in more depth
0: not only are you helping them resolve their conflict with each other you're giving them power in the process yes excellent topic Jens. i excellent. hope that helps everybody thank you so much for listening to uh, ask cadence this week uh, join us next week uh, where we will be back at the round table until then all your project success